Hello and welcome to the How They Did It Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alec Taylor, the founder of Diverse VC. Today we have Colin Mahar. He's a content producer and entrepreneur based in New York City. He was born in Albany, New York and has a BA from Tulane University in New Orleans. He currently lives in Hell's Kitchen and is working on building his own content agency and real estate investment business. Colin, so excited to have you on today's podcast. I know you've been super busy. Welcome, man. Super excited. Hey, Alan. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Awesome. With that said, I'd love to hop right into the podcast and start off with a fire round. And the first question is, what book have you gifted the most to people and why? There's actually two books that I can think of. Uh, Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. That's a really good one. And also Influence by Robert, uh, I believe Robert Caldani. I never really know how to pronounce it, but those are two. They're not, ex- they're a little bit more into like the psychology of why people make decisions. And I think that can be really helpful for entrepreneurs and business leaders because that's ultimately, you know, what you're trying to figure out is what makes, what drives decision making so that you can create a product or service that people really want to buy. I love that so much. It's so true. Talking about, you know, what is driving people is really the, the, the impetus behind business success. Really fantastic point there. And talking about, you know, exciting people and, and getting people engaged, you know, if you had a, a gigantic billboard that you could put anywhere and millions of people would see it, metaphorically speaking, what would you put on that? That's a good question. I would probably put something to do with myself and how I can, you know, help others to advance their business goals. I'd probably say, you know, like, how can I help you? Something along those lines, like get people uh, to not just think about what I'm offering them, but how I as an entrepreneur, as a business leader can, you know, help them uh, achieve their own goals. Absolutely. I love that so much. And, 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 and that's a great way to think about it. I love it. So many entrepreneurs, I ask that question and some of them will go with the quote of, you know, oh, you know, pressure is privilege or, you know, something like hang in there. And then mm-hmm. I've noticed there's another side of the spectrum where we had tons of entrepreneurs say, hey, you know, I want to promote my business and myself. I love that. Just that self-promotion, that self-belief in yourself. Really awesome. Moving forward, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about failure. It's something that we see so often. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have any apparent failures that ended up setting you up for success later down the road or getting you, uh, oh, you yeah. know, to pivot and, and find yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely. Pretty much like, you know, every other day, it's like a, you got to kind of uh, position your mind to think about it, not as a failure, but as a learning experience. That's how I look at it. So there's all the times, you know, I'll send something to a client and it's not exactly what they want, or maybe they're not exactly happy. But if I can learn something from it and I can increase my own skills and figure out how to better serve clients later on, then it's not really a failure. It's just kind of a, a road bump, you know? So there've been plenty of those where I've made mistakes, but then I've realized it's taught me a lesson that helped me avoid a bigger mistake later on that could have cost me a lot more. So yeah, like, like I said, every day you, you encounter something, but you got to kind of position your mind to just accept it and move on. I love that. A big part of the culture diversity we see here is that growth mindset. I think that mm-hmm. really aligns with any challenge you face. You look at it as an opportunity to continue to grow yourself. And, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, it helps you see and, uh, and understand the greater picture of business, the products, the content you're providing down the road. I love that so much. Now, I want to get kind of on a personal level. Do you happen to have a, you know, an unusual habit or something that's absurd that you love doing? Sometimes like I pace a lot. That's something that like I've done a lot since I was a little kid. When I'm thinking about something really hard, it's hard for me to sit still and think about it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll end up pacing around the house. And so when I'm really like working on something that I want to 
kind of work through. I'll go for a walk around the neighborhood or I'll go for a run or something like that. And that allows me to kind of, you know, get my mind moving a little bit without just seeming like a crazy person. <laughs> I love that so much. And it's true. Getting out and, and, and moving around is really important. Now, talking about, you know, development, right? This is something that so many of us have gone through, especially through COVID and, and really so much more. You know, could you tell me a little bit about a belief, a behavior, or even a habit that's improved your life in the past five years? Just being able to kind of grit your teeth and get through difficult situations, that's something that I had to kind of train myself to do. We kind of have, uh, you know, a belief that sometimes when something is stressful or it's painful that we want to avoid it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm working on a hard project or something, just having that grit of being able to just push through it and realize that if you get through this, then you get to do all the things that you want to do versus, you know, running a business is not always, you know, you get to do what you, a lot of times people from the outside think, oh, you get to set your own schedule and you get to, you know, do all these various things. But, you know, you have to realize that there, that comes at a cost. So I think something, a habit that I've developed is really just being able to buckle down and even push through like the difficult things and having that mindset to, you know, keep going so that you can do what you really want to do. I completely agree. And I think like that's the biggest part about entrepreneurship. People think it's a hot and sexy thing all the time. And right. don't get me wrong. It's cool. Like you're building something that you believe in or mm-hmm. unless, you know, you're building something purely for profit. If you're not doing one of the two, then right. or you, both of those at the same time, then obviously you should stop doing that and change. <laughs> but a big part of it is realizing, yeah, you know, not everything is just going to be roses and, and, and having fun. It's a lot of hard work, you know, staying up until the wee hours of the night and, and making sure you're perfecting your craft. You keep learning, you keep evolving. You, you're the person who makes the rules and who, who sets the expectations and the strategies. And I think a lot of people just believe that they do a couple of things and they make it work and make it happen. And the money starts to come in. That's not the case at all. So really cool, man. I love that perspective. Now, I want to talk about saying no to distractions. You know, we have so many things going on, especially as an entrepreneur. Typically, the, the typical profile is somebody who loves to get their hands in everything and always has some fun stuff going on. You know, what have you become better at saying no to? Like, you know, you got to say no to a lot of things. You have to kind of have the mindset of it's all about sacrifice. Like if you're, you know, going to parties every weekend or you're, you know, staying out late or something, you're not going to be able to have that full energy to focus on your business and focus on what you really want to do. So it's all a game of figuring out, you know, what is really going to advance me and what is just going to hold me back and learning to let go of those things that are, you know, feel like they're going to hold you back. You know, sometimes if I have a project I have to work on, I got to work all through the weekend or I got to work late on a Friday night. And sometimes people will be like, oh, come out with us or come have dinner with us or something. And, you know, it's good to kind of get out and get out of your head sometimes. But a lot of times you just have to say, no, sorry, I have to, you know, this is what I'm working on and, you know, have fun. But I got to sit this one out. I love that. Being able to say no is so important, right? It's Mm -hmm. so easy to find fun things to do. You know, it's funny. I always come back to this story of, I remember when I was studying my SATs to, to get into college, for example, and, you know, there was always a party on the weekend or something fun, or, you know, mm-hmm. I could meet up with my friends from, you know, from sports or X, Y, and Z, you know, fun thing to go on. And in short, you had to say no and, and buckle down if you wanted to get the outcome that you mm-hmm. wanted. You had to, to put in to get out. And, and I think that really speaks so true there. The other thing I, I'd even mention is Pareto's principle of the 80-20 rule, Right. Uh, 20% of the things that you do breed 80% uh, percent of your results. And if we look at what you do throughout the day, it's that 20%. Typically, when you're sacrificing something, 
that mm-hmm. you really make sure it's worth something moving forward. I love that so much. That's really awesome, man. And, you know, want to lead into our final question. You know, when you're feeling overwhelmed or under unfocused and you just got a lot going on, how do you bring yourself back and, and, and bring that focus in? I try to just like take a breather, try to like prioritize things. Like sometimes I tend to take on a little too much. You know, I have a hard time. Clients are sending me multiple, you know, projects at once. I And sometimes you take on a little bit too much and you just have to take a break, take a breather, kind of prioritize, figure out, okay, what do I really need to get done right now? And what can I kind of put off and maybe, you know, take a little break, take a walk, uh, take a breath and just kind of you know, break it down in your head and figure out, okay, you can get through this, just do this much today, this much tomorrow, this much after that, you push through those three days, then you can take a break. That's kind of a strategy that I've learned to when I'm getting overwhelmed, just, you know, organize it and break it down so that it seems a lot more digestible. Absolutely. There's a a funny saying that somebody told me, I I can't recall who it was, Uh, might have been Mark Valoria, had him on the podcast in the past product manager, super prolific, amazing guy. And he was saying that, you know, it's so easy as an entrepreneur to, to want to try to eat the whole pizza at once. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a project or whatever you're trying to do as the pizza, you know, trying to trying to eat a whole pizza at once is crazy, right? Yeah. You got to take it slice by slice and then you got to take it bite by bite. Mm-hmm. And that's so amazing. Kind of the, the perspective that you have there. I really love that. Awesome. You guys. Well, that's all we have for today's podcast on the fire round with Colin Mahar. We're going to take a deeper dive on his background now where we understand a little bit more about his marketing agency, his content agency, and chat a little bit more about real estate investment as well. So tune in to part two, where we take a deeper dive on Colin. See you there.